to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 197, The Unquiet Dead. My name is John, and joining me every time we turn on all the gas in the house and then light a match is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. <laughs> oh, man, Bustin makes me feel good. It does. It really does. <laughs> Goodness, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Excellent. I just getting back into the groove of work after a three-day weekend, which is never easy. Oh, yeah, I had a three-day weekend, too. Mm-hmm. That's right, it I was... work. I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have a job. I worked, I worked today. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing pretty pretty well. Um, I, I'm trying to think if uh, I watched Hamilton on, on 4th of July. Uh, I saw the first half of it Friday night. Oh, the first half is great, and then the second half is a complete bummer. Uh, oh well, I'm I'm glad you said something because really it was one of those things where like Amber's like, yeah, now we need to watch the second half, and then she's like, I'm not sure how much I'm feeling it. I'm like, I love the music. She's like, no, the music's great. She's like, I'm totally gonna buy the album, but I don't know. I'm just not feeling you know the performance. I'm like, all right. She's like, if you want to finish it, finish it, whatever, go I, ahead. And I'm I like, mean. Okay. I would highly suggest finishing it out. There is some very cool visuals that they that they give. I mean, the, oh, I'm sure the Lazy Susan stage is amazing. That is crazy. I really love it. Um, yeah, they give you some good visuals there. There are, I mean, there are some great songs in the second half, but it is yeah. a bummer. Let me Fair. tell you. <laughs> Let me <Fair>. tell you. <laughs> Uh, the opening's great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You'd, yeah. Yeah. I would watch the second half for sure. I, um, I, I I will get there. I'm sure. I also watched, and I guess these are the things that would be making me happy this week. I'll okay. just segue into it. Hamilton Fair. made me happy. It was fun to watch it finally. Um, never having to have seen it on on stage. Uh, but we also on Friday, Lauren and I watched. Um, do you remember the 1997 um, Wonderful World of Disney Cinderella? Um, not off the top of with, my head, no. With Whitney Houston and, oh. and Brandy and Jason yes. Alexander. Yes. So that's one of yes, La- Lauren's uh, favorite like tellings of that. It's just, you know, I think it's a bit of a nostalgia. And the, the singing, is every, all the visuals are quite good. Wow. Um, and we tried to watch it on YouTube, and it was just like, a, it looked like a rip of a rip. Oh, it was good so, It was so bad. So we went on, I went on Amazon and got it on DVD. Nice. So I had to bring the PlayStation out into the living room, and we watched it. And it was it was pretty fun. I, I liked it. There was a lot of, it's, it is the musical, uh, the Broadway musical version so it has all the songs in it and stuff like that. And it was right. it was pretty cool. And Whoopi Goldberg's in it. What can't Whoopi Goldberg do, first of all? Right. My God. Whoopi Goldberg is pretty darn amazing. There's no yes. denying that. She's great. Yep. Um yep. and yeah, it was it was um it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. So my weekend has been f- filled with musicals. I will also say, um, kind of adjacent to that, the other thing mm-hmm. that's making me happy. Uh, because uh, Victor Garber is in 
that telling of Cinderella. And he is also in uh, Alias, which I am watching for the first time with Lauren. Um, J.J. Abrams created show. We know him him a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Um, It's a lot of fun. It's it's really crazy to watch now. I mean, it premiered in, what, 2001? Yeah. And it it is... It's wild to see how they tell it. The entire first season is one. The, every everything intertwines. Like they, there's. We just finished a part one and part two, but that was led into by the last episode and goes into the next episode. It's like gotcha. one big long overarching story, and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited to see where it goes. I know nothing about it. This is my first time watching it, so I guess nice. television is making me happy this week. <laughs> Fair. You know, and that's true. I've never actually seen Alias myself. It's like, um, I've known of it, yeah. but just, it was one of those periods in, in history where it just it wasn't something I was interested in seeing when it was, when it was new. Right. I hear you. Um, I tell you, you know, I'll, I'll I'll make a recommendation. I've 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 been wanting to uh, go back and and rewatch all five seasons of The Americans. Uh, if you've oh, never yes. seen that, I, I remember so you being on good. that. The Americans, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was an amazing show. Obviously, I'd still recommend uh, Orphan Black. Yes, Orphan Black is excellent, and they've actually continued the story. Guess what? Big Finish style in audio. Oh, great. Um, and then Killjoys. Killjoys, yes. Killjoys sci-fi channel show, uh, you know, anybody out there who is, uh, who enjoyed that show, uh, that they just had on Vagrant Queen, um, uh, would totally like Killjoys. I see a very similar vibe between the two of those. We are currently, so we're working on Alias. Um, we need a 30 minute show right now i think i think we tr- we tried one out from hulu um i cannot get lauren to watch community for the life of me and it's driving wow. me it's driving wow. me crazy oh my gosh community's amazing i know and i think she just doesn't want to not like it and have to tell me she doesn't like it Aww. i think that's what's happening but um i'm trying i'm also trying yeah, to get her to watch broad city as well okay Sadly, none of my recommendations are half-hour shows. Well, I mean, they're hour-long, so when we finish, I believe, the six seasons of... Oh, and I also just found out Lauren never finished the first season of Lost. (laughs) So... Oh, wow. Might have to do that as well. We'll see. Good Lord. We'll see. We've got time. Oh, yeah. All the time in the world. Well, Taylor, what's making you happy this week? Well, I, you know, not only did the three-day weekend make me happy, plus actually spending a, a fair chunk of Friday completely cleaning and reorganizing the garage. Yeah. Um, for which my back hated me very much. Oh, boy. Uh, but, hey, that's that's part of being old and chubby. Um, Sunday, we uh, very responsibly and socially distancing um, and with lots of precautions drove out to the coast we we just desperately needed to get out of the house uh and and uh parent especially i think just kind of cooped up not getting out not seeing friends much but we're like we're gonna go to the coast we will try to find a beach that is open we make no guarantees Mm -hmm. we will just try to go go stick our feet in the sand for a little bit yeah 
Um, ended up stopping in the small town of Pescadero along Highway 1. There's a little market there All right. that sells the most amazing cookies and breads and stuff. We had the bread with dinner tonight. Oh, my God. So good. Wait, what's that place called? Uh, I just want to say it's the Pescadero Market, but I don't know that that's the exact name of it. Okay. I, I mean, it sounds familiar enough to where I may have been there. Yeah, you, you very well may have. It's you know, it's right down along Highway One. Um, they were doing a very responsible job, Great. you know, with, with cycling people in and out of the place. So I, you know, no complaints there. We did ultimately end up down in Santa Cruz County, where the beaches were open, and had some time by the sea. And we were doing a really good job. But people, oh, even yeah. if you're wearing, even if you're wearing a mask, and you're paying attention to your kid. You're paying attention to the ocean. That's good. I appreciate that. Thank you. But I don't know what it is about being at the beach, but there's something about how the waves come in and go back out where, where it literally kind of shifts everyone down the beach. Yeah. Whether you're conscious of it or not. So I'm trying to keep us in one spot and I'm watching people come toward us. And I'm like, do you not see us standing here? Yeah. Like move away. Like I was getting really pissed off. You know, to the point where it's like, okay, parent, follow me. We walked, made a big arc around the people, this family. Yeah, these yeah. people to go stand on the other side of them because they kept moving to the left. It's like, okay, fine, we're going right. Yeah. You know, but that said, still had a good time, you know, drove down through Santa Cruz and then headed on home. And it was just good to get out and just, you know, yeah, be as, as safe and socially aware and responsible as we could be. Yeah, it's weird to think what is this like day it's over a hundred days now right we are well over a hundred days we're a week from thursday will be roughly day 120 Whoa. yeah using march 16th as your starting point yeah basically i mean yeah. yes exactly you know ugh. it's uh yeah i mean i look outside every day but can't really go anywhere <laughs> i go know? for a walk but i can you know I, I bring a mask with me and i contain it to my neighborhood yeah, I mean, same with Henson. We walk yeah, him around exactly. the neighborhood. Um, yeah, man. I mean, just anyone listening, just please wear your mask. Yeah, and please, wear your damn masks. And, and please wash your hands. And if you're not going to, please don't post pictures of it so I can see and get angry. Yeah. I had a lot of friends back home who apparently all went to the beach this weekend uh, not, in a non-safe manner. Oh, well, uh, they're dumbasses. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I and I posted on um on Twitter, I posted I I wanted I just sing the song the the what is it the nations of the world mm-hmm. but I, uh from Animaniacs but instead yeah. of, you know, saying the nations, I just point at my various friends and say covid over and over again. <laughs> It's I think just, I remember seeing that. What are we doing, people? Uh, Come on. It's yeah, this is why we can't have good things. Absolutely. But we do have good things today. And yes, I am saying that because we are talking about the unquiet dead today. But before we get to that, we got some who news. We do definitely we, we start actually with a couple of uh uh sad pieces of news, some condolences. Yeah. Um first off, literally the morning after we recorded last week, Philip Latham uh, who played President Barusa in The Five Doctors. He passed away at the age of 91. President Barusa. Show me a yes. picture. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he okay, so he's in this he's in the scene with is it um it's it's 4, right? No, it's 5. He's in the five. he's in the scene with five. yes. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Yep, exactly. 
Oh. Exactly. So so he he has he's passed away. Um and and then uh, a few days after that, Earl Cameron, who you may not recognize when I say that name, um, but when we reviewed the Tenth Planet, I remember making a point of being like, "Wow, they actually have a black person as one of the astronauts on this ship." That's really kind of awesome. Well, the actor oh, yeah. played Earl Cameron, he has passed away at the age of one hundred and two. Goodness and. At that time, he was the oldest living actor who had a role on Doctor Who. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What a career. I know. Oh, and he, yeah, he's had a big, varied, um, just amazing career. If you don't know at least some of the other stuff that he's been, I think he even... Um, he, he was in Thunderball. Was in, yes, thank you. That's just where I was going. Yeah, he was in Thunderball. Uh, and he was in A Warm December with Sidney uh, Portier. 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 Love that. Um, yeah, uh, lots of other BBC dramas and stuff. EastEnders, Lovejoy. Um, yeah, just you know, an amazing life. Yes. Uh, we applaud it. I'm glad that we have seen him. We're aware of his work in the 10th planet and yeah, Godspeed both you gentlemen. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, a while ago I had mentioned that, uh, there were some target novelizations coming out this year and, you know, it, it may be one of those things that we'd forgotten because well, you know, pandemic, um, but we were getting Dalek resurrection of the Daleks, revelation of the Daleks. We were getting the TV movie novelized. We're getting the pirate planet, which I was excited about. Yes. Witch Finders, the Crimson Horror. Um, well, it turns out that all of those are now getting pushed all the way to March of 2021. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. So a um, little bummed about that. Um, and it um, it's all because of the printing, distribution, sales yeah. issues, just just everything. It's like. God forbid you're ordering something from another country. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I ordered a sticker in March and it turned out that the seller on Etsy was in Greece. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I bought something off Etsy uh, and I feel like I've given this gentleman enough time to respond. Uh, I bought something back in, I want to say, April. Mm -hmm. And this dude has not responded to me. And I'm very sad anyway. Well, I've gotten a response, but at the same time, it's been almost four months since I ordered it, and I've not seen it. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and I'm like, it, well, it was a $2 sticker. I'm not that worried about it, but it's right. just like, oh, boy. Yeah, don't pay attention to where stuff is shipping from before you go, yeah, I'm going to buy that, because you might run into all manner of issues. Absolutely. Anyway, anyway, getting back on topic tonight. Um Something that will be uh, coming sooner than March of 2021 is the audiobook version of the fifth Dr. Sawyer we recently reviewed, Enlightenment. Yes. Um, obviously, audiobook, not an audio drama, just to make sure that nobody's confused. Right. Um, and the only place that I was actually finding this bit of news was on the uh, Doctor Who Appreciation Society Instagram page. 
So there you go. You're going to have a link in the show notes to an Instagram post. Um, Stephen Pacey, I'm not familiar with his work, but he will be reading Enlightenment. Awesome. In September. So there, there you go. You have it. <laughs> there you have yes. it. Yes. All right. This week we watched The Unquiet Dead, starring Christopher Eccleston as the doctor, Billy Piper as Rose, Eve Miles, and now we all know why Taylor loves this episode. Oh, yes. As Gwen, Hashtag Swoon City. As, Gwen, as soon as I saw her, I went, I stopped, wrote the note. Yeah, oh, saw this the is, note. This is why. Now I know. <laughs> um, uh, as Gwyneth and Simon uh, Callow as Charles Dickens. It was written by Mark Gatiss and directed by Euros Lynn. It first aired April 9th, 2005. Goodness. And it is the third episode of season one. And we have, oh boy, we have some story notes here from the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, The Unquiet Dead was initially titled, get ready for this, My Name's Dickens, Charles Dickens. Oh, jeez, Gatiss, come on, man. <laughs> it later held the title, The Cripping Well Horror. Yeah, which is very funny because um, Gatiss wrote The Crimson Horror. Precisely. So he kind of so... still, still got that little trope in. Um, and The Angels of Cripping Well was also considered as a title. Um, I kind of like The Angels of Cripping Well, but I mean, if that kind of would have taken away from The Weeping Angels, I think, a little bit. True, which obviously hadn't been conceived you know, yet. Yeah. Conceived of yet. But can you imagine that? You know, it's rose um um the end of the world my name's dickens charles dickens that would have been awful i'm so glad that they (laughs) didn't go with that woof oh my oh my well at one point in the story dickens cries out what's the shakespeare yes a play on the common exclamation what the dickens well contrary to popular belief and i did not know this until this note um the phrase has nothing at all to do with charles dickens dickens is actually a euphemism for the devil really yes huh so so what the dickens is what the devil oh right so i'm I'm sure some people and back in the day who were very devout didn't want to say devil yes so they said dickens uh it's it's uh it's why it's why my dad would exclaim uh Godfrey Daniels <laughs> instead of saying goddamn. Yes. Um riffing on this comment in the 2006 Big Finish production audio drama The Kingmaker, William Shakespeare cries, "What the Jeffrey Chaucer?" <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Shakespeare actually used the phrase "what the Dickens in the Merry Wives of Windsor." Very funny. Actually, Act 3, Scene 2, if you're actually looking for it. There you go. You're probably not. Nope. But anyway. (laughs) uh, Mark Gatiss had stated in the Radio Times that the original script was bleaker and a bit more frightening, but he was advised by Davies to make it more of a romp. I mean, how much more bleaker could it have gotten? Uh, we we have a straight-up zombie story. So, Yeah. yeah, that was feeling pretty bleak there for a while. Absolutely. Now, when hashtag Swoon City Eve Miles was cast as Gwen Cooper in Dorchwood, it was noted that the character she played in The Unquiet Dead had a very similar name. And, well, Russell T. Davies initially stated that there was no relationship between the two characters. Mm, total coincidence. In the fourth season finale episode, which I think the anniversary of that just passed, Journey's End, also written by Russell T. Davies, there's a short conversation between the Tenth Doctor and Rose that suggests 
that Gwyneth's physical characteristics remained as an echo in the time rift and eventually imprinted themselves into Gwen. All right. <laughs> Russell T. Davies has explained it as it's not familial as we understand it. There's no blood tie. Spatial genetic multiplicity means an echo and a repetition of physical tra traits across a time rift. Gobbledygook word nonsense. There you go. <laughs> Hashtag time rift. Hashtag time rift. Sure. Why not? Uh, and lastly, tonight, according to Mark Gatiss, on this story's commentary, there was originally going to be a scene in which the doctor was mistaken for Sneed's new cleaner. Someone would have stated, oh, I thought you'd be a woman, to which the doctor replies, no, not yet. Hinting oh. all the way back in the third episode of the revival of Doctor Who that Time Lords can change their gender. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. I like that. I man, I really kind of wish that that had been there. Yeah, that would have been, wow, that would have been crazy. Well, yeah. before we get to the episode, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away. All righty, well, the Doctor and Rose land in Naples, wait, no, sorry, Cardiff in 1860, wait, wait, no, sorry, 1869 on Christmas Eve, at least that part's still correct. Just in time to catch Charles Dickens giving a live performance. Well, that wasn't their goal, but nonetheless, they do show up in time uh, for a decent recreation of some scenes from Ghostbusters because a race of rather gaseous beings, no, not the Slitheans, there next week, are catfishing <laughs> the humans into letting them rock up and take over. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Taylor, last week yes. when I picked this episode, I, I let everyone know that when people ask me, um, how do I get to Tenet? Because people just want to see Tenet for some reason. Right. I would give them a list of episodes from this season they had to watch, and I would always skip this one, and I would always skip this one in my rewatches. Um, and now watching it tonight, I'm not sure why I did that, because this episode is a lot of fun. Good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I forgot that it was a... It was basically a ghost story. Uh, we yep. did do some ghost busting. That is true. <laughs> um, and I also forgot how great of a performance uh, Simon Callow gives as Charles Dickens. He does an amazing Dickens. Um, yes, I absolutely loved it. And the other thing, like, I, like, how would I not watch it with a historical figure? Because I always have a huge soft spot in my heart. For when the doctor tells a historical figure how much they mean to everyone. Right. So it's like, why didn't I like this episode? I'm not sure why. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. But upon this watch, I've been swayed. I do enjoy this episode a lot. Hooray. There you go. Hooray. I, I enjoyed it, too. You know, I mean, I, I enjoy this story a lot. And I think a lot of stuff really, I think, really holds up over time. Mm -hmm. um, it it's kind of funny. I don't know if it was just like the day I was having, but it, I feel like we get all the way through the story and there wasn't like just a really kind of impactful. Wow. Yeah. Factor. I can see that. Like it, this is, this is a good solid episode. It stands on its own two legs. You know, it's, it's definitely um, above average, but at the same time, it's not one of those episodes that like blows me out of the water. Yeah, and I can I can definitely see that as well. It 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 is pretty straightforward. Um, and I mean, we do get the twist that the ghosts are evil. Um, 
which I forgot about up until the possession, and I went, oh, yeah, they're evil. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, but there's not really, you know, there's nothing too crazy going on. No big wow factors. I mean, some good performances, some good set pieces, but nothing, nothing that. And I almost wonder if that's why I would have people not watch it um, because it didn't really pertain to the full arc of season one. I mean, you do get some, you do get some stuff where. Um, Rose and the doctor are talking about how she's like, so you can just, you know, you get to visit all these days that have died that have been mm-hmm. gone. And, um, and I, I thought that was a really good conversation. I also thought it was hilarious that she didn't think that she could die in the past cause she hadn't been born oh, yet. Right. That seems very, um, is it daft? Is daft the word? <laughs> daft is the word. A little less punk, a little more daft. Yes. Um, um no, I completely agree. And I, I think one of the reasons for kind of just the stability of this episode, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, is it's it's only the third episode of the season. Yeah, it's only the third episode of Modern Who. And I, I you mean, know we have so we have Rose, and then we have New New Earth, right? And that's that's where we've been. And this is the first Modern Who that takes place in the past. Correct. Um. So I mean, that's cool too. Um. But I mean, another thing about you know season one is we don't really we don't have a lot of time with our ninth doctor we have we have one season and in in the uh, in the talking points here i will say i you know it was great to see eccleson just hanging out in the story yes oh yes it was just very nice to just have him you know like he wasn't like I'm sad because everyone's dead, mm-hmm. or you should not do that because it's a Dalek, or you know it was nice to just see him having fun, which is not something that we got to see a lot from him because we only had I believe twelve episodes, right? Uh, and then he and then he was gone, but it was just very funny to watch him the the entire scene when Rose is like. And you drugged me and kidnapped me and don't think I didn't notice before I got knocked out that you tried to cop a feel, you pervert. And he's just like, he's just grinning in the background. It's hilarious to watch him back there. And he's, he's just like soaking it all in. It's, it's great. It's just, it's very nice to, to not see him be sad. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you kind of get that right off the bat when, when they first land and, um, you know, they, 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 they step out of the TARDIS and, and you can kind of see it in his face. He's just enjoying being out and watching Rose kind of like react to everything. And, and, you know, we're not, we're not focused on the time war. We're not focused on, you know, any sort of pain that he's feeling. He's just like, you know what? We're off on an adventure. I'm not worried about anything else right now. We are here. There are, close to where i wanted to yes actually (laughs) and i i think that's also like the uh the fun of it is even before they step out of the tardis they basically just crash landed kind Mm -hmm. of and they're just both laughing hysterically because it's the funniest thing ever apparently yeah and he you know he gets it wrong but rose i i think you know her carefree kind of like don't care nine years off whatever 
I mean, well, when he says that they're in Cardiff, she kind of goes, oh, but it, <laughs> it doesn't really, um, it doesn't, I think, affect anything really. Um, but yeah, I think her carefreeness about, you know, the year being off uh, and what was the other thing that was off besides where they were supposed to land? I feel like there was uh, one other thing. Well, they were supposed to be in Naples. That's what it was. And it was supposed to be uh, 1860. 60, thank you. Yeah. but I mean, I think her carefreeness about it really uh, kind of helped him relax. And also, I mean, when they're just kind of walking around and all this stuff is happening inside the theater and we hear the screaming and the doctor goes, oh, that's more like it. I thought that was very, it was just, you know, it was very nice to see a joyous i mean they did say that it was dark and bleak before so i guess in that aspect i'm glad that they did make this more of a romp yeah yeah definitely and 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 honestly i mean um you know especially with the 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 moment of that scream as dickens is performing um and i know i mentioned this to you before the show but i'll mention it now that really when she stands up and she does that whole scream thing and, and the gals come flying out, that really was the perfect spot to start hearing the very beginning of Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. So I, yes, absolutely. I took a still of this and I, it's in my visual effects notes. I don't know if you yes. saw it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, just, we'll get to the effects in a second here, but just from a, like a directing standpoint here, they did a very good job of having her be visible, but not, but blend into the crowd mm-hmm. um, until, you know, she starts glowing. Um, yes. And it's, it's really like, the, even the still I took, everyone is turned to her, which mm-hmm. I think makes it, it makes it feel even, even bigger. It's very weird. Like every, like she's not dead center, but it, it looks like she is because everyone's looking at her. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a little what left and down. Yes. Center. But yes, because all eyes are turned to her. That does bring the, you know, figurative center. Yes. Right there. But yes, it's it, framing is really important. It's so easy just to, you know, center everything on a frame. Um, but it's good it's more natural, obviously, to have, you know, an unbalanced frame. Yes. Because that's everything in our world is more like that. But yes, very, uh, very Ghostbusters-esque here. <laughs> um, Just with them all swirling around and everything. It's yeah. Just, it's all, that's all I could hear in my head was that theme song. Well, I mean, I guess that'll bring us to the graphics here is, I, I mean, I think they held up. I mean, when you're doing ghost esque graphics like this where it's you know pretty uh translucent Mm -hmm. they're you know translucent they're kind of you know wavy and swirly i really don't i think you have to be you have to be doing it on purpose to make it look bad yeah and that's not to say that these graphics didn't look great like they looked very spooky the girls over gwen's head um, everything swirling around when the ghosts turn from blue to red and become mm-hmm. demons. Basically, I thought there was a lot of 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 cool stuff going on, graphic wise. Yeah, no, they, I think I think they did really well. This, you know, I've talked in the past how 
you know, oh, here are our effects from the first couple of seasons of Modern Who, and they just like the 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 Krillitanes last week. Yeah. Yes. You know, the quality of them, we felt like they were a little cartoony. You know, they didn't seem like they were naturally part of the scenery. Yes. The Gelf fit. Oh yeah, it felt it felt very of the time. Um, yeah, and 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 the 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 effects of the Gelf, I think, hold up really well. Fifteen years later, agreed. And I I love that they they come from the candles from the yes. gas pipes. I thought that yes. was a nice little little twist there. Um, well, and and I and I love I love when an episode of Doctor Who basically gives away the answer in the cold open without making it obvious. Yes. Because right in the beginning, he's he's lighting the lamp, you know, or the lamp, you know, flickers and gets a little funny and then it settles down. Yeah. There's your answer, right? The cold open, if you're paying attention, you know it or you catch it on a rewatch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, Taylor, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Gwen here. Oh, OK. <laughs> sure. So I, I think this is a this is a pretty pretty good performance from Eve Miles. Obviously, it was good mm-hmm. enough for her to uh, for them to be like, "Hey, what about what about Eve when when it was time to cast Torchwood?" Yeah, um, I, I thought it was it was a ve- it was an interesting backstory as well. Um, an orphan who uh, you know was apparently just sitting under this pipeline. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and it has a little bit of uh, psychic powers. Yeah, we, we, we get a we get a whole bit of woo-woo in this. We've got some psychic powers. We get a seance. We have ghosts. Oh, the seance scene was great. Yeah. I love the seance scene. Uh, very cool stuff uh, for a, a number of different reasons. But um, I thought, you know, g- great performance from Eve. I really like the scene with her and um, and Rose in the in the kitchen. Yes. I thought that was a lot of fun, you know, basically uh, getting each other's backstories and then mm-hmm. the reveal that Gwen, you know, I and I did find it weird because Gwen says, two sugars, sir, just how you like it. And I'm like, she doesn't yeah. know him. Right. And yes. he seems and very surprised by it. So, of course, he, he goes to investigate a little bit. Um, but we do yeah. the seance, which I thought was was great. Um and then it within the seance, this is where we get um, Dickens realizing that this isn't all nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just goes, "Well, it's time to get drunk," which I thought was very uh, funny. It's fair. I I probably would too, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, his entire world has changed, and he did such a good job of um, of showing that, of emoting that he, mm-hmm. he had been changed, not only in this yeah. scene but at the end as well. Which is a great Definitely. ending scene. We'll we'll get to it in a in a yeah. minute here. Um, yeah. But yeah, Gwen. I mean, that in the story notes, uh, Gata said that it was what was it? It was bleaker. Yes. And I mean, you can't really get much bleaker than a, a woman who's like, "I'm going to help these poor children," and then she's promptly uh, used as a portal, which kills her. Yeah. Um, and then she explodes her. Well. Was that a lie that the doctor told? What? That she was dead? I, you know, it, it, it's tough to say. I don't I don't know that it is. She may have been physically dead. Right. But I think, how am I, what's, I'm trying to think of what's the best way to phrase this is, is 
um, I think this is a story that starts off and you're thinking, oh, ghost story. Oh, wait, no, it has a, well, let's call it a sci-fi explanation. Right. Right. They're aliens. But then I think what we get is just this hint of, no, there actually is a little bit of a ghost story to it because while it does seem as though as soon as the Gelt possessed her, her body physically died, I think that her her spirit hung around a little bit. As it were, her consciousness, as it were, hung around a little bit and was able to kind of hold them back. Because if the Gelt had possessed her and she wasn't able and she was just gone and she she was, you know, just a, a husk being opened as a portal. There was no way that she could have said, you guys get out of here. I'm going to hold them back. Yeah. So I I think that physically, you know, her body was was dead at that point. I will I will take the doctor's word for that. Right. Um, but I think her consciousness, her spirit, her soul, whatever hung you want around. to call it, hung around to to help and to you know, stop their invasion, basically. Yeah. I do find it very strange that the doctor was just like, well, this is it. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a little weird. Yeah. Three episodes in, but I love that Dickens is like, hey, this is what we should do. And he goes, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, yeah, I think. And I and I love that it's, you know, it's, it's Dickens who's like, I'm out of here. And like, as he's leaving, it kind of clicks and goes, oh, oh, my gosh. It's it's this. I see the answer. I need to run back there, which I think is uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, I think also, just like Anthony had last week, we have to recognize the acting that Eve Miles had to do just kind of standing there with yeah. her mouth open. Yes. Oh, with no special effects to help her. No, just standing there. You know, Ugh. it's, you know, I'm I'm sure like I'm sure Lauren has stories of 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 you know being on sets and stuff it's like okay well we're we're gonna add these things in right you just have to pretend that it's there and, and but but with something like tv or movies and whatever it's just taken such a grander extreme because you have effects budgets yeah and stuff like that it's like all righty we need you to stand here and look really shocked and just open mouth wide-eyed there's gonna be ghosts coming out of your mouth and all sorts of things <laughs> but you just have to pretend right now and it's like uh, yeah. okay sure i'll run with that <clears throat> um Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's in the? Uh, oh, I have. Who's your friend, Charles Dickens? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I loved that little scene, but mm-hmm. I, like I said before, uh, when when Charles Dickens goes, you seem he's kind of piecing it together mm-hmm. a little bit, and he he asks the doctor, "Do his how long do his stories? Oh, do people know my stories?" Yes. He's like, yeah, absolutely. And he goes, well, how long do my stories live on? He goes, like, forever. And he's like, oh, cool. And then we, they we get definitely get Dickens pulling a Van Gogh here. Yes, a little bit. Not, I don't think as powerful. That no, Van, that well, Van Gogh stuff is. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he's you know he's happy. And then mm. we get into the TARDIS, and Rose is like, uh, should you have told him that? And the doctor says, well, he dies in a year, so he never really gets to tell any of these stories. Uh, but let's give him one last thrill. I did love that the TARDIS disappears, and he just laughs. Yeah, I just think that's the best part. He's yep. just like, eh, whatever. And then he we just get... cackles and walks off, and it's like, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, which is, which is fun. A fun little love way it. to end, end this is. episode. It's cute. It's cute. Um, is there any, I mean, we kind of 
we were kind of all over the place, but I think we I cut we covered everything. We got anything else we uh, want to? For the most part, I mean, I, I think I noticed. I feel like this story is actually really well paced. Oh yes, absolutely. Like, it was it was cooking along, and I kind of like looked down, and I'm like, wow, it's been I've been like 31 minutes. Yeah. Like, how did that pass that quickly? Yeah, the pacing was um, great on this. Yeah, I think they did really, really good. Um, you know, we, we get our little Big Bad Wolf reference. Yes. We we get a little cameo from Memers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love that, you know, even though Torchwood is 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 a full season and a half away, because I don't think Torchwood premiered until after the second season of Doctor Who ended. I believe you're correct. If I if I recollect correctly. But here we're already setting up the fact we are in Cardiff. There is a rift of some kind. Mm. And and so here we are, third episode of Modern Who, Yeah. period. Here's this time rift. It's going to pay off later. Just sit tight, everybody. Oh. Love it. Long-form storytelling. Yep. Always. That is exactly right. And that, that that's why when I see Chibnall doing stuff, it's like, and, and people are getting getting their undies in a, in a, in a twist. Yeah. You know, I'm like, guys, just just chill the flip out. Yeah, man. It it I'm sure it will pay off. I mean, we're living in the moment right now, but I mean, who knows? Who knows yeah. what could happen next? I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I I've I've seen some speculation uh on, on Twitter as to, you know, the continuing pandemic and what that may mean for uh yeah next season yeah in terms of well they might do this they might do this it might just all get pushed back and it's like yeah i don't know but i don't have the energy to sit here and go i'm gonna fret over this i think there's just bigger things to fret about yeah absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. you know 100 percent. all right it's time for one of my favorite parts yes i'm gonna hit that button I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time for the Never gets old, Taylor. Ah. Never gets old. You're lucky I learned how to do the echo effect in Audacity. That's oh all my goodness! I yes, the best. And I mean, also <laughs> the 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 quality of our our patron saint. The audio of him is also very, yes. very good. I'm just Digging straight from the episode. Just good stuff all around. So the Duggan scale. Um, I think we only really had one one thing that could uh, that could hit the Duggan scale, and that was when Rose uh, chucked the vase at that guy. Yeah. Um, when she was in with the zombies, um, and she was locked in the room there, and the doctor was trying to get to her. Um, I would I would give this a solid three, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, she hucked it at this dude. It made a great sound when it hit him, and it exploded on impact. But being a zombie, it he just you know he he dusted that dirt off his shoulders and kept moving. Pretty much, yeah. It, it's it is a, a again a slightly non traditional uh, Duggan scale, much like uh, ramming a Passat into a school last week yes um but we're we're going to include it i think half the reason is just because you love the sample um but yeah i mean it's not a punch it's not you know smashing uh, a window out with a chair so you can escape a museum um it is chucking a vase at a zombie basically and it doesn't stop them 
No. But it's it's a pretty impressive smash. I I have to wonder how a vase would do hitting me in the chest. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, probably I, not honestly, great. I think it would knock me down. Yeah. I mean, that one had a nice little thud to it. It was a nicely made vase there. Yeah. yeah. I so I, it's funny because I was, again, I was thinking about three and a half. So I, I do tend yeah. to run about half a point above. Very true. You know, call. Taylor, I was just hmm. thinking about this because there's some other stuff in this episode that is that is dug in scale worthy, I feel, at the beginning where the zombie punches out of the side of the casket. That's pretty okay. cool. And yes. then, I mean, also, I mean, Gwen explodes an entire building. So I'm almost wondering if maybe from now on we shouldn't have a, events be on the Duggan scale, but maybe the entire episode as a whole. Oh, oh. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that would change how we rate things a little more. That, that would. I'd have to I'd have to think about that a little bit. Let's let's dwell on that. I think All that right. might be that might be fun. That way we can have the Duggan scale each and every week. Oh, <laughs> oh, I think we found your ulterior motive, sir. I just yes. <laughs> I could just hit it and go, nothing was smashed. Zero. Okay, moving yeah, on. Yeah, it gets a zero. There you go. <laughs> I just want to hear Doug and talk. That's okay. Any. That's okay. Right? It's good that stuff. That should be a ribbon. That's it should be, a ribbon. be oh yeah, write it down if it happens. Yes. Ugh. Well just yes. wear God your masks. Willing. Come on. God willing. I want, I need to go to my convention. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, now we're gonna go to the behind the couch scale. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the <laughs> All right, Taylor. I mean, we got zombies and the undead here. Yeah, I. It's funny because I can every time I hear that one, I can remember like the the facial expressions I made in doing that voice. <laughs> it's weird. Um, you know, honestly, behind the couch scale wise for this episode, I think for the time being, I would hold off. At least with my kids, only because you literally have the dead coming back to life in the story and 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 killing a couple people in the process. Um, it's basically a zombie story, and I know for a fact uh, that anytime we are at the county fair, which sadly isn't happening this year, um, there is one ride that my son does not even like to look at. Oh. He's basically like figure out where that ride is and make sure I don't look at it because wow. it's got zombies and stuff in it on the outside, and he's like, I'm. That will give me nightmares. Well, then. So, there, so there zombies, no. No Granted, zombies. these aren't falling apart zombies. Right, but uh, zombies, decrepit, But they are still, yes, they are still dead bodies possessed by something else. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. All right, Taylor. So, we're going to try something different for the uh, for the next uh, two episodes of Podcast, yep. which would be 198 and 199. So exactly. why don't you tell the people what we will be watching for next week's episode? All right. So I wanted to I wanted to go back in the classic who I wanted to find something just really early and just just kind of like, you know, something that was complete. I almost sent John a message being like, how do you feel about watching recreations? Because <laughs> uh, I was toying with a couple of gonna... second doctor stories. All right. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, mm, well, let's just look at first doctor real quick and see what's there. And then I was like, oh, well, here's, here's, here's this one. And it's only two parts. And I'm like, it comes right after the Daleks. And it's like, oh, right after 
to the Daleks. I'm like, John, how do you feel about doing a seven parter? <laughs> and we agreed that it was probably better to split it over two episodes because we, we've done a six parter. I mean, you know, it's not impossible. No, but, man, seven. It's like God seven, forbid if we ever to do the word games. We'll we'll get to the war. We have to get to the we war will. games eventually. Well, of course, we will. And that we will. we will have to split up into maybe three, right? Possibly. I think I think we could do five episodes each. I mean, they'd be very chock a block episodes. But right. we are doing episodes one through four of the Daleks, and then we're going to do five, six, and seven. Awesome for episode one ninety nine, starring William Hartnell as the Doctor, Carol Ann Ford as Susan, William Russell as Ian, Jacqueline Hill as Barbara. This was written by Terry Nation himself and directed not by one, but by two Christopher Berry and Richard Martin. Now I also believe, and I could be wrong, but we'll see when I, when I check this episode out, this may have been the episode, this, this series may have been, or the serial may have been the one where I, this is my reference to pacing in old who. Yes. It and is, this, isn't it? this, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. And this is this is the other reason I kind of chose it is because like, look, you've made this reference so many times. We just need to jump the chasm and do the story. Well, we're doing back to back things that I disliked. So, well, we'll well, that I previously disliked. So we'll see how I feel this time around. I uh, might bring the old stopwatch out for that scene. Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll see. But I'm excited. Oh uh, I'm also Good. excited to see how uh, how tackling um, uh, a complete story over two episodes for us is going to is going to go. I want it. Yeah, we haven't really done that outside of revealing Dark Eyes, which is a big finish yes. story and not a televised story. So, yeah. Trying something new. All right. Well, I'm excited, and we will yeah. we'll have that for you guys over the next two episodes here. And then stay tuned to find out what we're doing for episode 200 because we're not even sure. <laughs> but it feels <laughs> it feels special because it is special. So we'll, we're kicking around some ideas. Yeah, we got some some fun stuff. Hopefully, coming down. It'll be fun. 200. <laughs> my goodness. Started with Capaldi. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness, it's so long ago. Anyway, all right. So you can <laughs> like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well, please. And uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash the NOTLG. Uh, notlg.spreadshirt.com patreon.com slash notlg but i mean it looks like uh wave two is i'm sorry we never even got out of wave one nope so we're still in we're still in this so people might be out of work again for the brief time they were employed uh so let's support our friends who are artists any way we can retweets actually purchasing things from them just getting their there's stuff out there just generate some funds for them and that's it for us this week so join us again next week where we talk about episodes one through four of the daleks and we will see you guys then see ya yeah man i mean just anyone listening just please wear your mask yeah, and please, wear your damn masks. And, and please wash your hands. And if you're not going to, please don't post pictures of it so I can see and get angry. <laughs>